Welcome to the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right, we're going to get into politics. We're going to get into the border bill, which is not a border bill. It is a war bill. Uh, We're going to talk about the economy some, and I want to start with some good news. I saw this um, uh, yesterday kind of going viral. Warren Smith, he's a filmmaker and a teacher. He teaches classes and then posts them on YouTube. He went viral for a recent interaction with a student uh, that he was teaching when they said, how do you feel about J.K. Rowling? You have to listen to the way this guy handled this. It was so good. This is this guy should be the teacher of the year just for this answer. I want you to hear that coming up in just a second. Might help you out as well and some of the things that you face day to day. My Patriot Supply, if the economy goes up in flames, and let's face it, we're wobbling on the edge of that cliff even now, are you apt to go up in flames with it? All the signs are there. You can almost feel it coming towards us, but are you prepared? You need to plan for the worst and then just hope for the best. And then when the worst comes, you're already prepared. You've already thought it through. It's my Patriot Supply that I would like you to call today. They're on the top of the line in emergency food. They have helped millions of people prepare over the years. They can help you as well. Right now, you get their one-year emergency food kit at MyPatriotSupply.com. You'll save $700. So get it before this week ends. These meals are durable. They're sealed. They'll last up to 25 years in uh, storage. They provide over 2,000 calories a day every day for a year. And it will cost you under two grand. It's an amazing deal, but ends this week. Start preparing with My Patriot Supply at MyPatriotSupply.com. Free shipping included, MyPatriotSupply.com. Okay, I want you to hear this. This is a question and answer uh, from a teacher and his student talking about J.K. Rowling. Listen. So these guys want to talk about J.K. Rowling? Is, is that, so what's going on with that? What do you want to know? Uh... She's she's had a pretty controversial past. I just want to know, like, what are your thoughts on it? Like, do you still like her work despite her uh, bigoted opinions? So let's get specific, though. Let's define bigoted opinions. What opinions are bigoted? We're going to treat this as a thought experiment. I'm not going to say yeah. what's right or wrong or what way to think. The whole point is to learn how to think, not what to think. Yeah, yeah. So when you say bigot, you, you're you're starting with the conclusion that, given her bigoted opinions. Yeah. So first, her, uh, let's start with. Does she have bigoted opinions? So when you, when you say bigoted opinions... She has had a history of being extremely transphobic, I've heard. You've heard. So what? can you give me an example? Uh, if you look at her Twitter, I think uh, you can see a few things. Um, if you want, I could try and find yeah, see something. If you can find, see if you can find one. So, one of these tweets that she came up with in 2019, she said... Dress however you please, call yourself whatever you like, sleep with any consenting adult who will have you um, live your best life in peace and security, but force women out of their jobs for starting that, for stating that sex is real. So you find that bigoted? What do you find about it? Was, in there? It was deemed transphobic. I, like, I myself... Do you find that transphobic yourself? Uh, I don't really have an opinion on it, but I'm just going with what 
a lot of other people have said. So let's pause it. Let's not go with what other people are saying. Let's try and learn how to critically think. So let's analyze the tweet ourselves. So that statement, do you see anything problematic? Disregarding other people's opinions. Um, she did try and pin some things on a, spe a specific group of per of people. Where does she Where does she do that? Do that? Can you read that? But force women out of their jobs for stating that sex is real. So when I hear that, I'm interpreting that as meaning. If a woman says that, you know, saying that there is a difference between men and female and then being attacked as transphobic, I think that's what she's saying by attacking someone for stating that sex is real. That is exactly what she's saying. Is that I, transphobic to you? So, to me, no. Stating that sex is real is not transphobic. It's just a fact of life. It exists. So is there anything you disagree with in that tweet? Uh... In that tweet, I can't really see anything that I myself disagree with. Do you think it's fair that there's a that she's being attacked by a large group of people and people are calling her? Like you said at the beginning of this conversation, you said, given the fact that J.K. Rowling is transphobic, how do you feel about Harry Potter? Now, yeah. retroactively looking at that statement, do you think that that was the best way to phrase? No, I feel like an idiot now. <laughs> it's okay, though, but this is why we do this, to learn. Yeah. Is that not fantastic? That's why we do this, to learn how to think. I will tell you that uh, when I went to school, I, I could only afford one class, um, and uh, uh, it was here at Yale uh, University in New Haven, Connecticut. And uh, I had a teacher, Wayne Meeks, and I have no idea to this day where he stood on issues. No idea. No idea. And I would push back and forth with him, and he would push me. And just when I thought, okay, I know what he believes, he'd flip sides, and he'd argue the other side like he was a passionate believer in that. That's what we need. School is not to teach what to think, but how to think. And every single school has lost that. They teach you how, uh, what to think. No. Teach critical thinking. The way, he, the way he brought that and didn't get involved in the argument. This is what we all have to learn. Don't get involved or heated or frustrated in the argument. He just took his time and said, well, wait a minute. A lot of people say, well, what, what do a lot of people say? Give me a, a, an example uh, so we can take that. And, uh, and remember, we don't take anything a lot of people say. That, that's the problem. That's why we've smeared so many good people is because we haven't taken the time. What did they actually say? Was that in context? What does that actually mean to you in context? Do you agree or disagree? With what part do you disagree? What part do you agree? So is that fair to say yes or no? We should be doing this with the bill on the border stuff. The border stuff, instead, everybody claims disinformation. No. Be specific. Be specific. What parts of this are really bad? Now, I got to say, I, get, I suppose I could find some good things in here. Um, Stu, have you found any good things in here? 
yeah i mean i think there's some it's not the it's not a good bill but it's it's theoretically could have some things that would be beneficial i mean making the asylum process better would be a good change but wait let's stop there and use critical thinking mm-hmm. what exactly do you mean by better what do they mean by making it better well as we know one of the big problems with the asylum process is number one you get on get onto our soil and say you want asylum and basically you're just released within the country with a court date that can be as far as 2032 okay mm-hmm. um, what they say again I'm not saying I believe this, but what they are saying this does is it trims the asylum process from three from multiple years to months. So that would shorten uh, the time period that these people were allowed to be in the United States with no real repercussions. Okay, so stop for a second. Stop mm-hmm. for a second. So I'd like to ask you a series of questions here, and not what you just not on on the facts of what you just said on what's in the bill. I want to back up and ask you, when you said they say that that you can read the bill, you know it's in there, what do you mean by they say that it will uh, that do X, Y, Z? They claim that if this was implemented into law, they would enforce it. However, but, my but, hesitation here is because there's lots of things that are implemented into law that they do not enforce. Um, and that okay. is why it is difficult to take any of these proposals seriously. And would you say that happens on both sides of the aisle with almost any topic or just this topic? I would say that it does hit both sides of the aisle on various topics. However, Uh there is a heavy, heavy bias toward the left doing this. They continually, uh, you know, do not follow the law. And I would say there's a heavy um, bias toward this particular issue as well, being one that they do not enforce the law on. So it makes me it, incredibly no. suspicious of it. Okay, so I could I could go on to give me examples, but I think in you know just in uh, because of time, I'm not going to ask you that. I think we can all find examples of that being true. But what does that tell you now about the bill? I mean, it tells me the bill isn't worth the paper it's typed on. Yes. So that tells me what. So how much time should you spend on a bill that? isn't worth the paper it's printed on uh i would argue zero minutes but we've yes. obviously spent more than zero minutes on it today i know because we do have to inform people what's in the bill so they see but i would add the caveat that we all know the game that is played on the border we all know it so it's not worth i mean you can put as many you know uh uh shall over uh will in any bill, and the shall is meaning, well, they have to do it now. I've seen that game played over and over and over again, mm-hmm. uh, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They're not following the Constitution. So these bills don't mean very much. The best thing that Congress and the, and the, and the administration can do now is not pass anything until they've restored their trust with the American people. But are they apt to do that? Hmm. I would argue no, but let me follow up with this on your on your side here, Glenn, because, and I will do this as a, someone who's completely dead inside on all of these issues, <laughs> I yeah, admit. Okay, my, yeah. my devil's advocacy here is not heartfelt. Uh, oh, but, no, mine isn't. Yeah, I no, know, I, I know. But let's play devil's advocate. But Go like, ahead. if 
because I my initial reaction to this bill is to read it and say, okay, there are maybe a couple things that could theoretically be good in there, but I don't trust them at all because they're never going to enforce these things anyway. If that is the case, then how is there ever a solution to this problem? We could sit here and say that like, well, uh, good question. You know, we are skeptical they're going to implement this, but we're going to be skeptical that they're going to implement anything forever. Mm-hmm. I think rightfully so. So it, with that being said, how do you ever get to a place where this problem is solved or at least alleviated? So uh, this leads me to a place that I didn't think we would go to, um, but uh, I'm glad you asked that question. Uh, Civil war. No, I, I'm just I'm kidding. No, no. no. The, the answer to that question <laughs> is none of this will be solved by the people who caused the problem. Um, the people that are currently tra- saying that they are going to solve this problem are all of the people that have caused this problem. Joe Biden, uh, the GOP that says they want to solve problems, but they don't actually want to solve them. Um, the, you know, Chuck Schumer, all of the same people are involved. So the, the, the real answer is, shouldn't we be spending more time on finding uh, the right people to run, ensuring that they get in, helping them get in, and finding new candidates that won't play this same game. I mean, we've, we've seen that's that's almost as harder, uh, 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 almost harder than solving the um, the border problem. I mean, you've what you've just said is basically Donald Trump's argument. Right. His argument is put me it back, is. put me in an office and I will take care of this. And, and we shouldn't. Even if there are improvements in this bill, we shouldn't look at them because the more important thing is to get me back in office and therefore I can do these things because I alone can do this. No, wait, that's not what I said. That's not what I said. But I think that's similar to what I'm not saying. I'm not saying you're you're signaling this to Donald Trump. I'm just saying I'm I'm personalizing to Donald Trump because he's making this argument explicitly. Right. But again, he he if that was indeed what he was saying. And, uh, you know, he didn't say it, so let's not attribute it to him. But indeed, if that's what he was saying, well, then that would be a problem because that's not our system. That's not our system. If if he would say, hire me, hire these people in their respective uh, roles, and together we're going to fix this, that would be the ultimate. That would be the ultimate. Uh, if everybody did what they said they were going to do and they were fresh, fresh blood, that would be great. Um, the next best thing is to do it by executive order. But I hate that solution um, for for one reason. They can change it. The next president that comes in uh, and let, let's let's jump off uh, off of this here for a second and come back in just a minute. I want to talk to you about why his vice presidential pick is so important next first our sponsor this half hour is mantis x you know very seldom uh do i think to myself you know i spend too much time at the gun range practicing to be a better shot i i mean maybe it's just me but have you ever had that thought you know there's no reason to go today i've already gone every day this week the expensive ad um, ammo the time that it takes etc etc May I suggest Mantis X? Now, Mantis X allows you to work with your gun. It's a high-tech, easy-to-use system, widely used by the military, and it helps improve your shooting quickly. You attach it to your firearm. 
you connect it with an app. That's your smartphone or your tablet uh, via Bluetooth. And when you're firing actual rounds, even dry fire, fire practicing, it will give you instant feedback on what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong, how to correct your technique. 94% of the shooters now improve within 20 minutes using Mantis X. It's honestly, this is why the, the, um, the military uses Mantis X now. It is so good. Be responsible. Increase your competence, your confidence today with Mantis X. Get yours now at MantisX.com. That's MantisX.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Okay, so uh, the president was thrilled that he won the Democratic, Democratic primary in a landslide in South Carolina. Uh, I mean, I guess you could call it that. Uh, nobody really running against him, and only 4% of those who could vote turned out to vote. So I wouldn't necessarily call that. How much do you take from this? I, I mean, I have other points on the Trump thing we were on in a second, but like, how much do you take from that? I mean, he, he was... He's the only candidate, really, that was serious that was running. He's the incumbent no. president. Would you show up to I vote in that election? Who cares? No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't show up. Why would you take no, any not at all. any of your time to go vote in an election? He's going to win ninety six to two. Yeah, none. So let me go now back to Donald Trump. Who he selects as vice president is critical because the president will only have four years. He's a lame duck president. Uh, going in, he's got one term. So he's in the first 40 to 100 days, it's all got to be there. And he's got to execute it from day one. He has to know exactly who he's putting in on every in every office. And those people have a list of everybody they need to cut in every office. He needs to be a machine in the first 100 days. Um, and then, you know, he can go and do whatever he wants, but that should be laid out. Honestly, a lot of it should be laid out by now. Um, and the vice president is going to be the key to all of this. I don't mean during the Trump administration, but he's got to be somebody that we all say, that's who I'd like to be the president in 2028. The best person he could pick, and I don't think DeSantis would do it, but the best person he could pick would be Ron DeSantis. Um, Ron DeSantis getting in and being the vice president, so we have a smooth transition. We, to fix this, we need 12 years. You've got to have the presidency and somebody who is on the same page for 12 years. This has taken over 100 to build. You can dismantle it in 12, but you can't in four. Now, who is he looking at, at as vice president? You know, people are pointing to this, uh, this audio cut of uh, the president talking about two candidates. But listen carefully. He's not actually saying that these are two I'm considering. Listen to this. When will you announce who your VP is? Not for a while. I mean, I have, while. we have so many great people in the Republican Party, but not for a while. Well, what criteria are you using to identify who your running mate is? Always it's got to be one thing. It's got to be who would be a good president. I mean, you always have to think that because, you know, in case of emergency, things happen, right? No matter who you are, things happen. It's got to be number one. Who is your running mate? Well, I have a lot of good people. We have a lot of really good people. So you haven't decided who it is? 
I have a lot of good ideas, but I haven't. And there's no okay. reason so to do that So you haven't told that person, you're my person. I, I speak to everybody. I speak to everybody. You know, I called Tim Scott this, so because a lot of people like Tim Scott. I called him and I said, you're a much better candidate that, for me than you are for yourself. Christy Noem has been incredible fighting for me. She said, I'd never run against him because I can't beat him. That was a very nice thing to say. What was it's the story that your team reached out to RFK Jr.? Did it's you? a false story, no. It's a false you story. never reached you know out what? to RFK Jr.? I like Jr.? him a lot. Nope, never, never have. Did you notice the one thing he didn't say about those two was he's considering them as vice presidential candidates, even though I think he would be wise to, you know, yeah, consider I think they're uh, on, those. Those are two good people. But they're, they're on the board. I would, I would, yeah, I would argue they're, they're on, on the board. They're on the board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But everybody's like, oh, he's narrowed it down to two. No, well, no, no, I mean, no, he hasn't. He's got to say 25 different things about it. He's already said he cho- he's decided. Now he's saying he's not. He likes the drama of this. Uh, people oh, don't understand he's, that, but he does. Yeah. When he comes out with his candidate, he'll say the vice presidential candidate is after this break. <laughs> All right. Let me, uh, let me tell you about our sponsor. Uh, this half hour, it is my pillow. You hear me talking about my pillow all the time, how they don't you know, just change your sleep for the better. They they really change your daytime as well for the better. Right now, you can get fifty percent off the my pillow 2.0. That's not all. You can also get fifty percent off the new flannel sheets or their six pack towel sets for twenty nine ninety nine. Actually, everything is on sale right now. They have free shipping for everything, especially you're going to want this on larger items such as the mattress toppers. That's 100% made in the USA and on sale for as low as $99 now. You'll also find sales on their kitchen towels, their dog beds. Did you even know they made these? Blankets, slippers, all of it. Use the promo code BECK. Find this offer right now at MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener's special square. Check out everything I've mentioned and so much more on sale. Remember, promo code BECK. Or call 800-966-3117. 800-966-3117. It's MyPillow.com. Promo code BECK. Isn't it time to sign up to Blaze TV? Go to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn and use the code Glenn30 and you can save 30 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. I'm live from uh, the station, really, where everything started, uh, at least talk-wise, for me. And I found Stu as an intern. Uh, We're at the studios in New Haven, Connecticut, at KC 101 and WELI. And I want to thank Fred, the engineer, is just incredible. Um, And uh, and also Vinny Penn and Dr. Rossi, who are are still here after all so many years. And uh, thank them for their support and uh and kindness of working quickly to get me on the air here uh this weekend we had a an emergency in the family um and the whole schedule is kind of up uh up in the air right now so we'll give you more uh as as you need to you know as it needed um as a quick fact check glenn i was making six dollars an hour hanging balloons in the promotions department um not actually an intern until after uh, I had met you. Just to be just be clear, I, I was I was promoted so you to were, intern. <laughs> you were promoted mm-hmm. to intern. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but did we? Did I pay you six dollars an hour? You didn't intern. No, you didn't. The station yeah. was paying me to hang the balloons and to put the stickers on the wow. table multiple multiple months before you actually brought me on as an intern. 
It's an wow. important part okay. of my career. I want to make sure it's fleshed out for the public right. consumption. Okay, good. Yeah, and you were a little, you know, you're like, oh, I don't know, I'm making a lot of, I'm making a lot of coin here. <laughs> it's six Hanging bucks every <laughs> hour. I mean, minus the taxes in Connecticut, so negative yeah. three bucks an hour total. Yeah, it was great. Um, it, was it was great. great. Uh, so but before we move on from the from the the border situation and my yeah. uh, limited uh, advocacy for uh, the devil in this particular situation. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, yes, go ahead. He it, speaks for me. There is a, a kernel of like real, real like dead end type of worry here for me on this issue because yes endless because you know trump as you i mean and i will say he's somewhat explicitly said he's the guy who can i mean this is his campaign right he's saying he's the best guy to solve this problem he has explicitly talked about that and i you know i think there's you know he did some good things on the border i mean i don't think he was perfect there but he did some good things on the border certainly better than what we have now as we could all agree yeah, yeah. so but like it right now his political calculation which i think is accurate is do not let anyone support this bill in the Republican Party. Outwardly shame them if they do, because if you if you do that, he the issue continues to be a problem for Biden. It's it's hampering his campaign, and and Donald Trump is more likely to be get get into the White House, and therefore more likely to improve this situation. So I think that's all. Like it works for Donald Trump, probably works for the border situation, particularly in the long term. However, it, or in the short term, however. In the long term, it's another story, right? Because Donald Trump can do what he did last time, basically. He can go in there and he can improve some things on the border, which he did. Um, he can he can probably make the numbers look a heck of a lot better than they are now for four mm -hmm. years. Mm -hmm. You're mm -hmm. right. His VP choice is key. Maybe that person gets another eight years. Maybe we even extend those, those solutions for eight years. However, without getting this through Congress... It's going to be difficult to see anything that's going to really change this situation in any dramatic way. And if Donald Trump long is president, long term, long term, and if, if Donald Trump is president of the United States, there is basically zero chance you're going to get 60 votes on a conservative border s solution in the Senate. So why do you need 60? Well, because they will filibuster anything. The Democrats will filibuster anything that tries to go through. So, oh, the filibuster! I forgot they hadn't gotten rid of that yet. Yeah, I mean, okay, go ahead. Theory, you can talk about that, which I do not like no, as a I don't solution either. I don't like that at all. All right, no. So, I mean, I don't think this what we have here is the solution at all. This new border bill, but like, how do you get to a long term solution? Because all you seemingly can do is somewhat improve the process. I mean, and and people will point out that you know, especially those that are conservatives and didn't like Trump. I mean, you know, Trump endorsed Langford his full and total endorsement for the guy who negotiated this bill. So I mean, like even if we get an improvement under Trump, how do you make it long term? How does it last? Uh, well, I think my attorney said it best. Uh, uh there's really no hope. It's a civil war. Uh I'd like to argue Mm -hmm. That this bill actually will hurt the next president if it's not, you know, if it's Donald Trump, because we've now codified that there can be 4,000, you know, 3,999 that go through uh, every day. And uh, we're fine with 1.8 million people coming in. It'll now be codified. So what is he supposed to do when he gets in? He can't he can't slow that down. That's now law. This is really bad if you want to solve the problem. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. That this is so horrible um that 
nothing's ever going to work. But I, I will tell you, while we have the chance to vote for senators, I mean, remember, there's enough senators. I'm sure you do this on your morning report. There's enough senator openings that could go actually really well for the liberty-loving side of the uh, GOP that we could have enough numbers to get a lot through. Am I wrong? You could, yeah. You could have a real improvement here. I mean, and, and you could also have improvements even when the numbers don't change. A prime example of this is Utah, right? You go from Mitt Romney to eh, question mark. And so, news. well, I mean, I'm just saying if you choose the, a good person in that role, yes. you can make a yes. massive improvement in the Senate without even changing your numbers. But well, what's, the, what's the bad news? So, you know, I said I thought that Mitt Romney's uh, son was going to run. Yeah, you mm. did tell me that. Yeah. And I, that. No, it didn't, it didn't happen. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. Okay, well, that's yeah. that's not bad news. That's well, good. somebody's son is running. Is it mine? No. Uh, <laughs> it is uh, Orrin Hatch's son. So. Uh, do people in Utah ever vote for someone? Like, I, are they independent enough to not vote for just a last name that's familiar? I don't know. I feel like they are. I mean, Mike Lee's a good example of that, right? They could have gone another direction with an established candidate. They They went with with Lee. Right. They're still, still actually, you know, they have to go through the nomination process yet. So he's not the guy yet. Um, I met uh, one of the people that is throwing their hat in the ring. Uh, uh, over the weekend and had a conversation with him. I want to have another conversation with him at least. And I'd like to meet everybody that is involved in that. Uh, but uh, please not, please not hatch, please. For the love of Pete, can we learn our lesson? Yeah. I mean, obviously, the son of another candidate could theoretically be good, but why, why do we always really? do this? Why do we always do this? Why do we always go well, back? Because we don't like thing? kings. We don't like kings and royal families. <laughs> right. The whole country you know was I mean? was framed on I the know. idea that we don't like kings, and yet we're like, you know what we like? Know. Kings. Kings. <laughs> we really like that. And we only like it because then we don't have to remember stuff. You know, mm. we get in the booth and we're like, oh, I know that name. Click. That's the only reason why that works, honestly, is we are so lazy we're like, I don't know who to vote. Oh, I think I've heard that name before. Yes, Beelzebub. Pull it. Pull it. Um, anyway, let me uh, play something here from uh, CNN that just stunned the host. Uh, he, she was on, and they were talking about why are people, so many people, coming to New York that are illegal aliens. Listen. I'm looking at the dates that their arrest started, which is probably close to when they got here. They've only been here a couple of months. So what the detectives are telling me is they have crews here that operate in New York, do all their stealing, then go to Florida to spend the money and then come back. And I'm like, well, why don't they just stay and steal in Florida? And they said, because there you go to jail. Oh. Great point. Mm. (laughs) It is a great point. Oh. Uh, Yeah. Break to a commercial quickly. Uh, I mean, it's it's uh, it's remarkable how we talked about this last week. This is all just common sense. Everybody knows the answer. Everybody knows the answer. You 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 want to fix the border. The first thing you have to do is just close it until we can get a handle on what we already have. You know, it's it, it, it's as if we are being told it's unreasonable to turn the water off on a tub that is overflowing and is now leaking through the kitchen ceiling. 
They're all standing there going, no, no, wait, we have to decide what to do first. We have to, how are we going to mop this up? Turn the water off. Everybody knows that. Turn the water off. Now, yeah, but what are we going to do about crime? Arrest and prosecute. It's, I don't know, it's worked for thousands of years. Let's give it a whirl. Uh, You know, it, it is all such common sense. And that is, you have been convinced by the mainstream media. And, and here's how it works every time. You will say, turn the water off. Well, yes, but do you know anything about the electricity and the walls and the floor? No. Well, you don't know anything about the electricity. Can you just leave this to the experts here? And then you walk away and go, well, I don't know. It had something to do with the electricity and the wall or the floor. No, it doesn't. Turn the water off. It's simple. Unless you are talking about, you know, nuclear energy. That's when you're that's when you might want to sit that one out. You know, I don't know. Why don't we just take the rods out of the water? You know, sit that one out. I don't know enough on that one. But on the simple things like how can I help crime go away from my city? I got the answer for you. It's really simple. I don't need any of you eggheads. We have it. Uh, Inflation. Well, now it's so bad that we have to have a few experts just to tell us, okay, put your tray table up, put your head between your knees and kiss your butt goodbye because this whole plane could burst into flames. But there's a chance a lot of us survive. So here's what you do. But the plane is going down. What are we doing? What are we doing? When will America truly wake up to it's not that hard? You know, when this administration is putting people in the FAA, in our towers, who have lower scores and qualifications of others, but they happen to be a one-armed lesbian who is also transgendered and thinks they're a rainbow pony and they get the job. Common sense says you're going to have a lot of near misses. Have you noticed what's been happening in the sky? I think it's 18 near misses in the last few months. 18. Why? Well, they just changed the rules on how to become an air traffic controller. They just give it out to anybody as long as they fit the narrative. Common sense will say that's going to get people killed. Let's go for merit here. Let's go for merit. As planes fall out of the sky, there's a reason why the world's greatest engineering group, Boeing, now has planes that don't work and fall out of the sky. Oh, what could it be? I don't know. Maybe the fact that they changed the entire leadership uh, 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 chain from engineering people to financial people. And the bean counters don't know how to build an airplane. That could be it. And that the bean counters also had a lot of the rainbow pony thing going on with them. And they cared more about their woke policies than planes that work. It's really not that hard to figure out. That's what do you say? We just get together peacefully and we're just like, hey, you know what? Not going to do that anymore because it doesn't work. Not going to do it. Back in just a minute. 
Sponsor of this half hour is Relief Factor. I don't endorse products on the program that I don't believe in and that I don't personally use, especially if it's something that you would take in your body. Um, I don't. I just don't do it. I don't like it. If I haven't tried it myself, if I haven't gone through the experience just like you, not the Glenn Beck is going to call today, so make sure you treat him well. I don't do that. I just call at any hour of the day, any time. They have no idea I'm calling, and I vet them, and I use their product. I see the delivery and the customer service and everything else. Relief Factor is the – this is the reason why I didn't take Relief Factor as a, as a sponsor for a very long time because I hadn't used it and didn't believe it. I didn't think it would work. My wife finally made me take it. It's 100% drug-free, which is why I didn't think it would work. I mean, Pfizer, I mean, they got all the experts there. Of course, they know what's going to help eliminate pain. This is 100% natural. A million people have tried it. It worked for about 70% of the population. Uh, but see how it can change your life. I got out of pain. Get out of pain. Just try the 1995 three-week quick start. Take it as directed. They have their you feel better or money back guarantee, so you don't have anything to lose. Give it a try. Go to relieffactor.com. See if this won't help you with your pain. 800-4-RELIEF. That's 800, the number 4, relief, or relieffactor.com. The following content identifies as a commercial. Isn't that lovely? The Glenn Beck Program. We'll be right back. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Stu. Yeah, so Glenn, one of the things we talk about on the border is that we should just enforce the law. The law already has plenty of tools for us to solve these problems, and we just don't enforce them, which I think is largely true, or at least would be an incredible improvement if we did these things. The problem with this... Because law is no, no longer the supreme ruler of the land. Yeah, that's kind of my thing. That's exactly what I'm I'm trying to get to here, which is there now seems to be this acceptable standard that whoever is president sort of determines what laws right. will be enforced and which ones will not. And and when you're in that situation, what is no matter what great bill you pass, what is the solution? I mean, this is the solution essentially you must win every presidential election or your entire no. sovereignty falls apart. I mean, that's again, I go back to we've got to reeducate the people about the Declaration of Independence, this the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. If we are going to live this way in this country and be free, then we have to reset the system back to its original parameters. The reason why um, presidents can do this is because of this vast, unnamed, faceless administration that said, well, the FDA just said, well, who at the FDA? What? How do I? Can I call them? Can I make my case? There's there's nobody that you can blame or vote out. And so the president, like as designed, beginning with Woodrow Wilson, then has to make decisions and issue edicts. We don't want that system, and that's the problem. We'll see you tomorrow.